Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome back to The Moments That Made Me with me, your host, Roxy Nafusi. Today's guest is the absolutely sensational Katie Brindle. Katie is a Chinese healer, founder of the Hey You Method, which sells products and techniques based on Yang Sheng principles. I actually just finished her book, Yang Sheng, um, this week. I can't tell you how much I've learned, um, which is actually going to change my life. I have been speaking to Katie a few times in the last week. I've had an incredible reading from her. I honestly could speak about her all day, but I'm going to just jump into getting her on the show because I can't wait for you to hear her three defining moments. Hello, Katie. Hi, Roxy. (gasps) Thank you so much for coming on. I have been so, so excited to talk to you because when you first, you came over recently to my house to, to give me a little insight into Qigong, which I'm sure we'll discuss at some point. And you just came in with this incredible, magnetic energy. It was just this radiating positivity and energy and fire I was just I mean I was just I was totally in awe of you um so yeah I just can't wait to hear about your whole journey absolutely well it was an absolute pleasure to meet you when I came in and the feelings mutual Roxy honestly you blew me away <laughs> I'm so happy that we're talking again now. It's a total pleasure. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Well, let's jump straight in and go to your first defining moment that got you to where you are today. Well, um, funnily enough, like like a true healer, often what happens is we we come into our true selves often through a moment of pain. Um, that tends to be part of the turf. And uh, what happened to me was I was always going to be an opera singer. I had my heart set on it. That was always what I did. It, that was my definition. Um, and then just before I was about to start music college, I had a car crash um, and I had a really bad injury from the accident, which totally ruined. It just changed my whole life from that moment. My voice disappeared completely. I had irreversible damage on my vocal cords. Um, I had whiplash amongst other things. And I was just my whole life just disappeared really um and i was in probably about an eight-year process then of not really living my true life i i was in agony i couldn't move my neck properly um i didn't really know what to do for a living i'd lost my purpose in life so from a sort of physical emotional and spiritual perspective i was just sort of in a bit of a wilderness and it wasn't until about eight years later that i was weirdly walking down a high street in in 
London and I was with my mother and I was in so much pain that I saw this one of those Chinese um, clinics just on the high street and it said sort of, you know, 10 minutes of massage for £10. And I was in so much pain. I thought, oh, do you know what? I just need someone to just do something. And I walked in and the Chinese doctor did gua sha on my neck and it just changed my, everything. All the pain just went literally in 10 minutes. I couldn't believe it. And that was the defining moment where I thought, oh my God, I want to do this. This is incredible. And that was it. Oh my goodness. Can you just quickly explain for anyone that doesn't know what gua sha is? Well, gua sha is a very simple and ancient technique, which is basically used for pain relief. And you take um, a rounded edged tool, which can be made of a crystal or bianstone or even metal. And you literally just put some oil on the affected area and you press stroke the rounded edge of the tool over the area. And how it works is that action increases microcirculation by up to 400%, which immediately moves any stagnation and blockage, which is what's causing the pain. It's quite incredible how it works. Um, And no one knew anything about it. Um, Literally, I'd never heard of it. And when I then brought it into the market uh, a few years later, literally the answer from the market was kind of, well, who are you and what's this? You know, there was a lot of resistance to it. But thank goodness the beauty market embraced it. And now the you know, this wellness is now a new thing. So people are now opening their their minds to these ancient solutions, these ancient techniques. Yeah, I mean, I'm obsessed with my gua sha. Obsessed. Um, so did you say it was eight years of of this kind of pain from the car accident? Yeah. That's a long it time. Um, it is, but you see, having then spent the last 20 years in clinic, because obviously what I did was I, I changed, my, at this point now, I was about... 28, 29 years old. And that was the pivotal moment where I, that was the first pivotal moment where I changed my life. And I start, I trained as a massage therapist, reflexologist, um, and I was studying Chinese self-care techniques right from the word go. I mean, there, there was, in those days, there was nothing there. I mean, there was no market for it. There was no information available. I was just hunting it down and finding it and practicing it. Um, but um, it when you've been in clinic for many years like me, you learn very quickly that actually everybody's in pain. It just depends to what degree it is. I mean, literally, you could go into the best restaurant in London with full of amazing people all looking like they're having the best life and thinking, okay, but actually, if each one of those people came into my clinic, I would spend two hours with each one of those people and they would all have problems. And this is what I love so much about Chinese medicine, because it will unpick any situation you're in, whether it's physical, emotional or spiritual. It it has the answer to everything. And I love it so much. And all because you went for that £10 massage. Yeah. Well, all because I was in pain myself, you see, because then what happens is it when you most healers come into healing because they've had a problem themselves. It's very unusual for somebody to just have sort of a perfect scenario and then sort of go in and go, oh, I'm going to look after other people. You normally come from a place of, I've been through the ringer myself. I know how that feels. I have compassion for how you're feeling right now because I know what that what fe- being in pain feels like. Um, and it gives you a very good grounding to be able to help other people. And you went into a kind of practice that, like you say, it was not very mainstream at the time, you know, it was relatively unknown. There probably weren't that many people um doing it um or to kind of learn from you probably you like you said you had to hunt them down so how did you find um the courage to go okay this isn't mainstream but I know that this is what I need to do and I know that this will 
uh, I will be able to reach a lot of people with this? Um, well, that came a little bit later um, because um, a very famous Chinese philosopher, Lao Tzu, always said that the journey of 10,000 miles starts with a single step. <laughs> and I say that to everyone because it's true. And so the single step that I took at that moment in time was 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 um, uh, inspiration. I was I was so inspired that I was excited. And I thought, right, I'm going to do this. And at that time, basically being a one man band, finding people to work with, you know, as a mass, I was effectively a masseurs, um, was relatively straightforward. There's a market, I lived in London, lots of people needed massage. So I just started practicing and my reputation built very quickly because my techniques worked. So I got recommended. Um, and when you're treating individuals, you find that if you're good, your, your books fill up very quickly because people will just book you in each week, go, great, you're fantastic. I want to see you once a month, once a week, whatever. And then they start telling other people. So it didn't take very long to get out there. The next step where I started evangelizing it in a different way came, that was probably my second step, which came several years later. So th things had gone by at this point, and then the evangelizing came. And that came out of the, the next few steps, I guess, because basically I was just going down my journey. And I was so committed to what I'd learned and could now see after many years of practice that these techniques worked. I mean, I could see it time and time and time again, that the, the wisdom of the masters would just bear itself out um, over and over again. And so at this point, I guess, I'm, am I jumping to your next question? <laughs> no, you can go straight in. Do you want to go to your second defining moment? Yes. Go, go. Okay, I'm, I'm really getting there, aren't I? Let's just there. go for it. My <laughs> second defining moment, okay. Well, <laughs> it was basically, it was one day in clinic. By this point now, I'd been practicing acupuncture. Uh, I'd now fully qualified as a Chinese, I can't say Chinese doctor. You're allowed to say Chinese medical practitioner. I'm now fully qualified as acupuncturist, reflexologist, you know, two in our practitioner, Qigong, you name it. I was all over it. Um, I sat there in clinic um, because by this point now um, you're still in the kind of you're you're the patient you book it you someone's told you about me you come and see me someone would have said oh you've got to go see her you know she's amazing she'll change your life so in conversation and after doing this for many years this defining moment this patient had just gone and I just sat there and I thought and I'd made her well she's great she's really happy she's going, oh, I can't believe it you've changed my life and I thought there just must be an easier way of getting this information out there. We've got the internet, for goodness sake. Because, you know, when I first started, remember, you know, I'm nearly 50. You know, the internet was, you know, people didn't have internet in their houses. You'd have to go to a cafe back in those days. Um, so um, I just had this moment and I thought there must be an easier way of getting this incredible life-changing content to a broader spectrum of people than one person at a time. This is ridiculous. So I closed my clinic. And I thought, I'm going to work this out. I'm going to do it. Um, I had no idea what that was. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I just knew I was going to do it anyway. So I did, <laughs> which is that kind of, it was that pivotal moment where I thought, right, I'm just going to change this. This, this, this platform doesn't make sense. It's, it's too narrow. It's ridiculous that I can only reach one person at a time. It's also only intended for people who can afford it, which is the vast majority of people neither have the time nor the money to access what we would deem alternative medicine. And I thought, well, that's not right either. Um, and I thought, right, I'm, I'm going to work out how to do this. And that was the beginning of me creating what then it took it took five years at that point to create the Hey You Method, which was what then launched three years ago. Um, it took that long to work it out. 
and work out a process to distill all the stuff that was in my head into some kind of format that say you could pick up a crystal and, and engage with what I was talking about without having to read reams and reams and get a bit confused in the, in, along the way. So when did you write the book? Uh, the book published, well, it pub, well mm, the book came out last April, last spring, so spring 2019. But I started writing the book straight away. So I'm getting a bit hazy on my dates now. But basically when I had the second pivotal moment, that's what I started. I, I, by this point, I'd read everything I could possibly get my hands on. But what I could see was that what was missing was the, was the prequel. You had to understand Chinese medicine, in my opinion, to understand what these books were saying. Now, luckily I did, because I've been studying it now for years and years and practicing it. But I thought there isn't a book out there which is just really distilled, you know, which people who have never heard of it before could just pick up a book and go, wow, like I did, and go, oh, my God, this is amazing. I had no idea. Oh, my goodness. Okay, wow. Um, so that book started then. It probably went through about five iterations before I finally presented it to a publisher, and then they picked it up, and then we published it. Um, but I think writing the book, the creative process of the book, was the distillation of the content. It was a, it was a, It was an ongoing process of me working out how to distill down everything that I knew would be useful into a kind of a linear process, which, which say a new person could just pick it up and start at the beginning and go, oh my God, I had no idea it was that simple. Yeah. Well, I fucking love it. Oh. I mean, honestly. And do you know what it is, is everything is so easy to understand because I think some of these techniques can feel really intimidating um, mm. when you don't really know anything about them and there was you can you don't even know how to pronounce them I mean I was honestly if you'd heard how I was saying Qigong but to start with you'd be shocked so you know it's the, these things that seem intimidating but actually you've made them so um, attainable which I love mm-hmm. now before I go into that I want to try and get an understanding of you were you know you were practicing Chinese um, the Chinese medical practitioner for mm-hmm. um, however many years and you were helping you know change lives as you say so what were people coming in with what kind of things are being helped with Chinese me- uh, medicine or healing techniques. And could you give us a little insight into what kind of healing techniques you were actually using on people? By the time I was um, in clinic now, um, people, w- people would come in for everything. I mean, pe- pe- mm, okay, how do I answer this? At that time, you can only give people what they're prepared to hear. Okay, so now... People come to me for apps, as you can see, people come to me for absolutely everything. I mean, on my live feeds each morning, everything gets thrown at me, literally everything. And that's great because I love it. Then I would say that most people were coming for pain, fertility, depression, um, period pains, acne. Um, th- those were the sorts of things that people would come for largely, Um it, it was no, and also the, this was part of the defining moment. The, the the normal conversation that happens when you're when you're a Chinese medicine practitioner is the patient the, the person will come in and they'll sit down and you'll say how can I help and they go well and then they tell you a whole lifestyle a whole lifelong process of all their problems and then they go I've tried everything uh, and nothing seems to sort me out and my friend said why don't you try acupuncture 
So that was that, and that was an honestly, if I had a pound for every time someone said that to me back then, I'd be, I would never have to work again. But um, and interestingly, I, that was one of my defining sort of that was part of the defining moment because I sat here and thought, but the thing is, Chinese medicine people have this kind of there's a few assumptions that they have, which is. It didn't in China, didn't Chinese doctors get paid to keep you well? And then if you got sick, they treat you for free. People kind of know that. Okay, it's a weird thing that people sort of seem to know that piece of information. And it's true. Um, because you see the one of the famous quotes from, again, Lao Tzu is a drop of prevention is a bucket of cure. And they would say that the superior um, practitioner would keep their patients well. It's all about looking after your body, maintaining your health, not just waiting for your body like a car to kind of break down and then fixing it, which was what we've inherited as, as a kind of as a zeitgeist of healthcare. Now, that's shifted since I started this whole process, because now this wellness category has come in and people are now starting to realize that looking after yourself is no longer just eating five a day and trying to get to the gym. You know, it, there's way more to it. Thank goodness. Um, and that was really why I wanted to change things around because I thought why wait until you've got depression or you can't get pregnant or you're trying to lose weight or you have acne the point is is that when I then went into a, like that that we have 10 questions you ask basically it's part of the clinical process and when you go through those questions and you start asking them about their lifestyle and their history and what's happened to them you can see and pinpoint absolutely to the to the nail where the whole process started and where it all started to go wrong um, and often you find people who are more open to, say, acupuncture and that that format of treatment tended to be women, often sort of menopausal. You know, they've got a lifetime of, you know, pregnancy and, and period problems and managing aging parents and small children and a job. And, and, and they were the majority patients. And you sit there and you're listening to their life story and you're thinking this was all preventable, all of it. And that was the other reason why I wanted to get ahead of the curve and, and not be in also this sort of perceived kind of competition with Western medicine. That's the other thing I don't like, that there's this sort of, you know, that you're, you're one or the other. You're either for it or against it. As a, as a Chinese practitioner, I'm against Western medicine. I'm like, no, I'm not. Western medicine's bloody brilliant. <laughs> I'm alive because of Western so are my children. So is my father. You know, all, and my mother's life was, was, she had an extra 10 years on her life, all thanks to Western medicine. But what Western medicine does not claim to do, and, and we would, as the public, never ask it to do, is prevent. You never go to a GP asking to prevent something. Your GP would go, what are you, what are you doing? What, <laughs> you know, what are you doing here for that? You know, so there is a huge untapped market that Chinese medicine can sit in beautifully, which is where it originated in the first place, which is look after yourself. Don't I, get sick. Yeah, I <laughs> Don't love it to happen. Also, the, one of the reasons it really stood out to me, I think, is because you say near in the beginning of your book, you know, you can be someone that's pretty healthy. Like I regard myself as very, very healthy. You know, I don't, I don't really drink. I eat very well. Um, you know, I'm really careful with any of my intolerances. I exercise regularly. And yet I was definitely finding myself just, I would always say that I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I feel exhausted. I'm wrecked or um, I'm anxious or they're so, even with all the kind of pillars of wellness that seem to you know good sleep exercise supplements healthy food I'm doing all of 
the things that you are told to do to be well but there's definitely a missing element and so when I found um, your book and I met you and I learned about all these Chinese healing techniques I have to say I felt oh my goodness this is it and I need to tell other people about this because it's Mm. like it was the missing link in a way. Mm. It is Um, I'm so excited that that you you feel the excitement because I the way I see it, I, I imagine I imagine the marketplace, like the world that we're in right now. I, I, I always like aligning things to Disney cartoons because I've got I've got children, so I've watched them all loads of times. So I imagine it's like Aladdin. And I feel like we're in a souk and, and I'm like the really noisy mouthpiece by my pool. Going, Come on, everyone, over here. It's really good. And, and there's all these busy people kind of going, what? what's going on over there? Oh, you know, we're laughing over here. We're having fun. And then behind me is this like Aladdin's cave of wonders. And it's so amazing. It's all so interesting and it works. This is the thing. We've all been lied to for so many years now and you think this stuff works and most of it's free. You know, you don't, I'd love people to buy products because I have a business selling them. But you know what? The real message of this is actually most of this stuff can be done with a coin, a soup spoon, your fingertips, knowledge, practicing breathing properly, which I teach for free, the morning Qigong class I do every day for free, it's free. And what's just makes me so humbled is that then having started a lot of this, the big evangelizing, probably my third defining moment, which was, sorry, I'm jumping the gun yet again. But before you jump the gun, I'm just aware that people listening to this, they might be thinking, what the fuck is Qigong? Why are you using, (laughs) why are you using coins? What are you talking about? (laughs) So let's just give it a try. So yeah, so we've got Chinese healing. We've got these techniques you can use. So could you give a little bit of insight, just some quick pointers on some um, of these techniques that you've, you're kind of encouraging people to use to keep them well and for prevention. Yes, thank you. Sorry, Roxy. This is, of course, where you get me back onto Zeitgeist as well. I wander off into the excitement. No, no, I'm so excited for for the third moment. I am, but I'm aware of the audience just going, what the fuck are they talking about? Let's bring this back to When you're actually looking after the body properly, let's go back to basics, okay? Forget everything you think you know, okay? There's the first thing that you have to do is use breath. Okay, breath is the number one healing modality to the body, not food, not exercise, not water, not dietary supplements, not some weird thing that we've ordered online, oxygen. It's the thing that you're doing every single second of the day. You're either breathing in or you're breathing out. And we, the Chinese masters have taken breath techniques to the absolute limit in terms of their, their knowledge and information because it is the number one healing modality to the body. Um, so the first thing to do is to learn how to breathe. Um, the simplest way, the simplest and most effective breathing technique you can do is the rescue breath that I talk about extensively in my book, which is just a deep breath in and you imagine a smile in your lower belly. Okay, so you're just breathing in and breathing out and just smiling because that will release a load of endorphins and deepen the breath, which relaxes the body and negates the stress response. Simple. Okay, that's the first thing. The Next premise of healing in the body is allowing the body to purge and nourish because that's what the body does. It purges out anything which doesn't serve it and it nourishes with that which does. So the next step to healing is to always enable the body to purge and nourish as many times as possible in the day. So one, the breath does that, but also so does movement. 
So this is where Qigong comes in, which is a very, it's like yoga. People will call it Chinese yoga, um, but it's different to yoga and it works, but it's similar. It looks similar, but the, the, the premise is slightly different. It allows the body to detoxify itself on a very profound level and nourish in with the breath using movement. Because the next thing to understand with, with healing the body is that bodies are designed to move. They are not designed to be sedentary. Now, by this, I do not mean sit around all day doing your job and then going to the gym for an hour every night. That is not what bodies are designed to do either. Bodies are designed to be regularly moving to enable the purge and nourish facility and the free flow of energy and circulation around. The minute that stops flowing smoothly and that you're not purging out and nourishing through, the body will start to, to disintegrate on some level and you will start to um, experience symptoms. So all of the techniques that I talk about, which we can go into detail or not, all of them distill down into those simple principles. That, that is how you stay healthy. And you can use all sorts of amazing other techniques, tapping the body, using this gua sha, press stroking the body, um, intention, knowing how to move things around the body, exercising correctly, just moving the body every hour. If you're sat at your desk, you know, setting a gong on your phone to chime for you to go, oh my God, an hour has gone by. Right, I need to just stand up for, for a minute and shake or, or, or tap the body. Th those are the ways that we keep the body healthy. And it's the absolute cornerstones of preventative health. Oh, I love this. I love this because I know that people are learning so much. And don't you have a, um, isn't it, hey, you, uh, wellness in a minute or self-care in a minute? Yeah, it's one minute to self-care. One minute to self-care. So could you talk to us about that quickly? Yeah. So again, this was about now um, having decided that this was what I wanted to, to get out there in the world, to simplify all these incredible techniques I understood to, to, to make sense so that I could describe them as I did just then to you and to your audience to say, look, it's this. And for people to go, oh, my God, that makes total sense. The, the thing is, what I learned was that people wanted to feel better. OK, we do. Of course we do. But we don't necessarily want to give up our guilty pleasures. And, and indeed, why should they be guilty? Why can't you have a glass of wine? or a cup of tea, or I don't know, slobbing around watching Netflix on a Sunday afternoon, just to just, just relax, or God forbid, a cigarette, oh my God. You know, people, you know people, people want to feel better, but they don't necessarily want to give up what they do, and they don't have time. That was the pushback when I was working this out. If I said to you, Roxy, I've got this amazing thing, it's gonna take four hours a day. You'd be like, that sounds great, Katie, but with the best will in the world, I might do it once, because I'm gonna make time for it, but after that, it's gone. So I thought, what is it that we do every single day that, we, that has the same benefit to the body? And I thought, toothbrushing, okay? We all brush our teeth. And we all know that we shouldn't eat sugar because it, it's bad for our teeth, but we, most of us still do, even, even if we think that we kind of don't. We still, you know, we'll have an ice cream or a chocolate or an apple or whatever. But we don't worry too much about our sugar intake really on our teeth because we all brush our teeth every day. And because we brush our teeth, we know we're doing ourselves some good. And it only takes one or two minutes a day. Okay. And our teeth are in our body. And our teeth are doing very well now. If you consider the last 100 years, most people would accept the fact they will have their teeth all throughout their life. Whereas my grandmother, by the time she was 60, had no teeth because she wasn't brushing them. Oh, in the my goodness. I am loving this analogy. This is making so mm. much sense to me. It does, because your teeth are your body. And so we have got there with preventative measures for our teeth. And the, the idea of this one minute to self-care is 
what I brought to the market is basically the body's equivalent of a toothbrush, which is you do it for your teeth, now do it for the rest of you. Because the idea of preventative medicine, when you really take it to the nth degree, is you don't, if you look after yourself properly, you don't get sick. Just like your teeth, still go and see your hygienist. That would be like the acupuncturist or the, or the alternative practitioner. You also check in with your doctor or your dentist. So, sorry, your dentist. You, you, at no point does anybody who brushes their teeth think, I won't bother seeing my dentist. Uh, you see your dentist and the dentist checks your teeth and goes, oh, no, you're all fine. Or goes, oh, you need to floss a bit more. Oh, God, sorry. Um, so the, the, and, and the premise of this is that you have your teeth your whole life long. They don't fall out. And if you take the Chinese wisdom to the, to the limit of what it can offer us is if you look after the low level signs and symptoms like your teeth, okay, a little bit of plaque buildup, you brush it away, you see the hygienist, you don't let them get a foothold in the body. And if you don't let them get a foothold, then they don't then turn into a bigger problem further down the line. Which, and then the natural question to this, which is what I asked one of the Chinese masters I was interviewing in China several years ago, I said, all right, well, then hang on, what do you die of? And which is a normal question, because in the West, we think on our death certificates, it says cause of death. So we have grown up in a culture where we assume you die of something because health is life. And ultimately, the end of a life, you die. I know people don't want to think about it, but it's the truth. And we do. The question is, how do we die? Do we want to die writhing of some awful thing in an NHS bed? Because that's what I've witnessed with my own mother. Um, or do we actually want to have a peaceful death where you transcend? Because that's what the Chinese master said to me. He laughed and said it was the most stupid question he's ever heard. And yet I looked at him and went, it's the most obvious question to ask because he's Chinese. So, of course, it was a different different cultural re um, resonance. But he said, you don't die of anything. You transcend. What a difference. I mean, it gave me, it literally, I had like goosebumps when I learned this incredible piece of information. You don't, the point is, is that you don't actually have to suffer at all. This is the message that this incredible wisdom brings to us is that if you actually do these techniques properly and incorporate them into your life in one minute at a time, little bursts, the body is so pre-designed pre to stay well at all costs because bodies are designed to live and bodies want to live. It's called the, will, the, the life force of the body, chi, life force. Then bodies will stay healthy. And that can and be a minute of body tapping, a minute of gua sha, a minute of breathing. Mm -hmm. um, and then, then you see the point is you start with a minute because we can get our head around it. Then what you'll notice is that you feel better. And you go, God, that tapper. Oh, I feel amazing. Or, oh, that face gua sha. My skin looks great. Or, wow, I feel so much more energized in the morning when I use that tapper because the circulation and the oxygen is flowing around the body. So you think, great. Then we go, okay, well, how about a bit of Qigong? How about, a, how about a free class with me on Instagram in the morning and I'll make you laugh to boot? All right, then. And how about a community that goes with it, a load of caring people that actually will help you because they, they, they were the early adopters and they've already gone through their journey. They're already out the other side going, I can't believe it too. It works, it works, it works. And you, I would say yourself had an epiphany with it when we met too, that your, your, your ability to, to, to trend spot and to see the future, which is what you bring, mm. um, just latched onto this truth immediately. Yeah, I loved it. And also it's just, um, you know, it's like exactly what, I've always said, which is small, consistent changes. It's not mass. It's not Absolutely. one massive 
thing it's just doing no. something a little bit and then doing a bit more yeah. and then doing a bit more i have to say by the way wolf my son is obsessed with the body duffer when it arrived oh. it was it was rattling the bamboo in the thing so he comes into my wardrobe every morning gets it out and just walks around the house with the tapper and i've shown him how to tap and he really tries it's like bigger than him almost but it's adorable oh. <laughs> his favorite oh, toy it's so good for kids. I mean, obviously not hard, but you know, the bamboo tapper, what I love about it again is that this, this, this healing information is available to every age. I mean, it weighs about 180 grams, which means if you're elderly and you haven't got much strength, it's easy for you to lift up and use. Oh, I love that. I know. And if you're immobile and you can't get reach your feet, say, let's say just you're pregnant <laughs> and you can't get, do you remember that? Oh, when yes. Imagine having that tapper. You could just tap your feet oh with it. Oh, my God, think, dream. Oh, I know. And that's what I love about it. And it's also that, you know, the idea of Taoism is man's relationship, not only to oneself, but also to the world around us. And using these products, which are natural, they don't need, they don't need batteries. They don't, you know, they're, they're not coming in plastic. They're not ending up in the bottom of the sea, causing pollution. Um, these are natural products. This is, this is natural healing. We were never designed to have all this crazy stuff around us. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss a lot can happen in three years like a chat bot may be your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We all know how a Christmas carol begins, but you've never heard it like this. Marley was dead to begin with. Dead as a f- doornail. Now, I don't know why a doornail. They've never had any life to begin with. But bottom line, Marley is dead. A Christmas Carol, The Rude Retelling, read by Brian Harvey. Listen to the uncensored version out now. Find it wherever you found this podcast or go to podfollow.com slash Scrooge. Buff humbug. Let's take you back to your third Mm. defining moment. Well, the third defining moment, I think, actually, 
the, the, the journey from the second to the third was, was, was steeped with, it was like, it was like crystal maze. I'd say it was like steeped with or, or Sonic the Hedgehog on speed. Probably it was just crazy. Like dodging all these bullets and like desperately trying to carry this thing that I was trying to deliver despite all odds. That's how it felt. And then the third defining moment I think actually came in lockdown. Um, because obviously that was when the zeitgeist shifted to the message that I'd been saying all along, but suddenly people were actually listening. I think that was the point. It was slightly falling on deaf ears to a certain extent. The beauty market had adopted the crystal, of course, because people would do anything to look good. So the, the beauty market was instantly involved in it. But the deeper message of health, which was really where my expertise lie, because I'm not a beautician, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a medical practitioner. It's what I do. It's what I love. I want to get people well. Um, and suddenly the world wanted to actually listen to the message. And it was a really beautiful, humbling moment because we were all suffering, all of us. Nobody came out of that moment kind of thinking, oh, this is great. It, it was not great. We were all in a bit of an awful scenario. And what happened was I just, out of desperation, thinking, gosh, all these amazing Western doctors, they're in the NHS, they're in the front line. I can't do that. I'm not allowed to. I'm not a Western practitioner. It was enormously frustrating for me because, of course, I want to help people. I thought, what can I do? And I thought, I know. I'll just broadcast my qigong and I, I'm going to do it three times. I'm going to broadcast my message three times a day, morning, noon, and night. I'm going to hold people that need support because we're all at home and it's all pretty desperate. And it was a huge amount of work. I mean, it was exhausting to a large extent because it was just constant feeding, feeding, feeding into the community that, that didn't really exist at that point either. But it absolutely caught like wildfire. And that was what was so satisfying was that suddenly you had just literally thousands of people going, goodness, this is amazing. I actually agree with you. Wow. Let me adopt these techniques. Oh my God, they work. And then suddenly there was this sort of floodgate of, of gratitude, I guess, not to me, but, but to the techniques that I was talking about, to Chinese medicine, which is what I just am so passionate about and love so much because it's so valuable and so helpful and free. So it was this amazing defining moment where you could see that people were finally engaging with what I knew to be true. And finally, these incredible techniques were, were getting a foothold out in society again, you know, for free, helping people. And in turn, those people were helping others. And if, of course, it's still tiny. I mean, you know, we're talking about this now. Um, but, you know, the people listening to this probably haven't even heard of it yet. And, and, and you're ahead of the curve. But, but nonetheless, the curve is now in place and people are listening and adopting these techniques and recognising that they work. I mean, thank, how fantastic is that? Yeah, I think you touched on it earlier, which was that people want to feel good. And I do think that people are, I think, uh, when I was growing up, I certainly remember there was definitely a sense of sort of like life is hard life is tough and it's a struggle and you just have to get by and do a job you hate and you know I think we that was kind of instilled in us that life was a bit shit actually and you yeah. just got on with it but now it's like actually there are people are coming to realize that there's another way actually you can have everything you want you can feel empowered you can feel content you can go back to your authentic self and so now really is the journey of um taking everybody back to this place of um, joy and inner peace, which I think we lost for so long. And I think the, you know, COVID, the pandemic has, I mean, it's been 
so challenging for so many people for so many I mean my heart bleeds with people the hospitality industry the fitness industry the beauty industry I mean it is absolutely you know and so many companies that have you know um, died in this time but it has been the birth of or the rebirth of so much other greatness and so much opportunity Um, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I kind of feel like we've been through some collective trauma and through any trauma is incredible growth. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard a really good something the other day. I was listening to a podcast on optimism and they said optimism isn't always being positive and happy. Optimism is finding meaning in pain. Mm-hmm. And I just loved that. And I thought we can all use this pandemic and this time to do just that, can't we? Well, that is the exact kind of concept of the yin-yang symbol that if you, I mean, I don't need to describe it, everyone knows what it looks like, but out of the darkness comes the light. And when you take Chinese self-care to the absolute limits of what it can offer you, um, the the concept of the spiritual aspect of, of Taoism is you transcend your pain. It's not about that kind of 80s concept of work hard, buy loads of things and you'll be happy because that's madmen advertising you know with it, like you'll be happy with this toothbrush this this with this whatever it is um it's simply not true and and the point is that having spent you know 20 years in practice working with people from all walks of life from the absolute you know the the, the people on the front covers of you know heat magazine and hello all the way through to everyone else um is that nobody has that that is a lie okay the object of life is to spiritually grow and we grow out of suffering um unfortunately, um, but it's the truth. And the, the, the point is not to think that it's unfair that, that we suffer because the point is we all do suffer. It's about to look for the wisdom in what those lessons are teaching us and to spiritually grow out of it. And the worse and the tougher those lessons are, the greater the joy that can come out the other side. And taking back to the first question about my first moment, I can honestly say to you that's precisely what happened to me. My greatest pain was at that moment in my life. And yet it it Born, it bore out into my greatest joy, which is the fact that I've stopped singing. <laughs> I've started talking. <laughs> <laughs> and never and stop. <laughs> and never draw breath, as my husband would tell me. But, you know, I'm a lot more used to the world talking than I am singing my own words rather than someone else's. And, and I'm not saying I'm perfect or my life is perfect or that I don't understand other people's suffering. But what I do understand from all the things that I've worked on is that when people are supported in the right way in their suffering, and this is where community comes in, and another great aspect of what social media, when used correctly, can offer us is what you and I have been talking about, which is these communities of people that, that, that grow out of social media. It's about what do those communities offer each other? Because if it's compassion, kindness, trust, joy, humanity, universal love, if, that, if those are the energetics that come out of belonging to a social media community, then that is a fantastic thing. And that is the wonderful thing about the age that we're in right now. And if we can grab hold of that and stop polluting the world and actually take responsibility for ourselves and the environment around us and each other, what an amazing world is coming out of this. Beautiful. Oh, what a way to end. But oh not, qu- not quite the end. Not quite the end. I have 10 <laughs> questions for you. They're okay. called quick fire, but they don't have to be that quick. Okay, okay, so the first one is, what is your most memorable book? Oh, 
um, is uh, The Eight Immortal Healers by Mantak Chia. Oh, the eight immortal healers. Okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get that. I need a new book. Oh, it's amazing. Um, all of the, my favorite books, of course, are in the back of my book because I put a reading list at the back. Oh, did I, you? I, yeah, because if you got inspired by what I was writing, then the next step is to basically go and buy every single book at the back that I've. I've put about eight up there, but they are the next step. And eight immortal healers is right at the oh, top. Oh, brilliant. It's, so good you're gonna love oh, it oh my god oh i can't wait i feel like i can tell i'm at the tip of the iceberg of chinese healing and i'm like give me more um your favorite quote oh well i've said it already the journey of ten thousand steps start sorry the journey of ten thousand miles starts with a single step i love that quote. baby steps i say it to everyone start at the beginning and just keep going. I love that. And you know what? Even it doesn't matter how many times you hear that quote. I think every time you hear it, it just you kind of uh, you breathe a sigh of relief. You're like, oh yeah. God, I just need to do one thing actually, and everything seems yeah, easier. Well. I have this yeah. thing actually when I go for runs. Whenever I tell myself, "Oh, do you know what? Just do a k- just do one k and see how you go." Every time yeah. I go in with that me- mentality, I do my longest run ever because yeah, there's, there's not that pressure and that's exactly the concept of this one minute just start just do a minute just do that and you're like, oh, I'll do that. like you know i've got a minute yeah. you know i can do that and then off you go and then you're like wow what's this hang on I've, suddenly i've got an hour <laughs> exactly <You know? laughs> um your most influential mentor um well it's the chinese master that i work with um and i have to work with him through a translator because he doesn't speak english um fabulous so, so yes, I know. So basically, he because basically he's just incredible, and thank God for his wife, who's who's t- um, she's 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 Anglo Chinese. So um, because of her, she's called Ran. I'm able to understand everything that he talks about, and I can just ask all the because when I studied Chinese medicine, I was famed at the college for the girl that kept asking why. I mean, I was must have been so annoying to teach because it was like, well, why, 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 how come, who, why, how did that, well, what, what, what. <laughs> so annoying. Finally, I found somebody that could answer all my questions. I just have to do it via a translator. So it's quite, it's a bit of a labour of love, but it works and I love it. And it gives me every answer I could possibly wish for. Oh, I love that. Um, a moment, oh no, your go-to feel-good film. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, Okay, this is ridiculous, but I'm going to say it. It's The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, great <laughs> film. I film. I, it's not really feel good, but it just it just makes me laugh on every possible uh-huh. level because I've been the assistant and I'm clearly now the dragon. <laughs> it just touches every time. And it's all about clothes and it's New York. and Oh, I just oh my God, that act- I actually makes me want to go home and get cosy and watch it. Oh. Do you know what? I only watched it about two weeks ago. I'm going to watch it again. It's the, the bit at the beginning where they're measuring out their food and they're putting on all these gorgeous clothes. <laughs> I, think, oh, I, do that. I just haven't got the energy to do that, but I love it. Um, a moment where you felt most proud? Well, um, from a professional point of view, it was when um, we finally got the designs right on the packaging and I could sit here in my in my little clinic at those times, which of course now we can't really use much. And I had all the products out on the table, and I was like, finally, this this dream, this energy that I've had, this vision has actually manifested into a reality of these products. That's such a moment, isn't it? Mm. It's. I think it's so important when you can actually just stop and just go, "Oh my god, I did it." (laughs) 
Yeah. I actually I mean, did it. Was, yeah, I mean, in the journey of 10,000 miles, that was probably step five. But, you know, it, it was a big well, it was a big moment because finally it existed. It was there. It looked right. It was well, well, the first, when I first bought them out, they weren't in the right packaging, so it didn't look quite right. And I was never happy. And then suddenly out they came and it was this sort of this amazing kind of golden beam that's on the packaging that's it's all about energy and positivity and healing I was so so happy that there they were well so I'm so grateful to you for bringing these products out because I love them it was actually it was through the gua sha that I discovered you um Mm. and yeah and I I just love it it's actually transformed my skin as well um okay uh a song that cheers you up I feel like you would have loads. I, I feel like you're the kind of person that sings and dances around the house. Well, I mean, that was the beginnings of Disco Qigong, which which we did last Disco week. Disco Qigong, celebrate. stop. We did it last week for Hey You Fit. Um, it's on, if you look on the Hey You Fit Instagram, you'll love, go on, the, look at the uh, IGTV, you will see me looking absolutely ridiculous in, in, a, in a neon pink headband. Literally, we, we I created a disco playlist. I mean, it couldn't be more ridiculous if I try. I literally can't think of. I literally couldn't have put anything more stupid into it if I if I thought about it anymore. But basically, the the qigong that I do every morning to my community, which is the eight o'clock class, we did a launch party for Hey You Fit, and I created a playlist and we did the whole routine to like stupid seventies great great tracks by the way so um every single track on there uh was was you know was picked for a reason so i oh gosh i've got so many songs i can't actually think of one um what is it my favorite feel yeah, good yeah, song a song that cheers you up um oh okay well i like it's raining men there we go okay I'm, I'm going for the fag <laughs> oh hand. my god fabulous <laughs> oh my god i just my age. <laughs> um top tip for dealing with stress breathing mm. um breath it's yep. free it's available you don't have to buy anything it's right there in your diaphragm um first three things you do when you wake up uh i uh pet my dog because he's on the bed with me <laughs> <laughs> so we have a little good morning couple Aww. and then i go straight into the shower and i gua sha and then i come out of the shower and i use the tapper Ooh. oh question actually mm. you know dry brushing or body brushing, because mm. I, I read it about body brushing in your book. Now, mm. I always thought that you had to dry brush, but can you use a body brush in the shower when you're wet? Um, you can, but to be honest, I that's why I've got the comb and why I recommend to use the jade comb in the shower, which is just the best possible moment to use it. Um, body combing is much more profound than body no brushing. No way. Just, you use, the, yeah, you yeah, use yeah. the comb on your body. Oh, yeah, the comb is amazing. Oh, I need myself one of them. Wobbly bits. Well, well, well um, I'll talk to you about that like afterwards. But basically, body combing is incredible. It's fantastic for cellulite, stubborn fat, um, chicken skin on the back of your arms, um, hydrating the skin all over. You don't then need to put body oil on because it naturally it moisturizes the skin by the blood circulation. Oh, my oh, God. My God. I thought it was just for the, for the scalp. No, you can use it on the um, on the body as well, and it's absolutely brilliant. My oh, it's amazing! Oh, it's going to change brilliant. your life. Oh my god, I'm so excited! It's a gua sha of wobbly bits. Okay, <laughs> fabulous. Um, okay, your guilty pleasure, but we're not going to call. I think I should take this out. It shouldn't be guilty because no pleasure should be guilty. I've decided. Exactly. But what pleasure. What is one of your great pleasures? Um. Gosh, my, my well. Um, if we take the word guilty out and we're just all about pleasure, then um, it's it's 
it's relaxing at the end of the day, to be honest with you. If I'm thinking sort of, you know, I take great pleasure and satisfaction out of my work and everything that I do. But if, I, if I'm going down the slightly indul- indulgent pleasure, shall we say, where I can be a little bit passive, I think the thing that I love is putting, we, we live in the country, we're very lucky, so I have a, a log fire. Um, so to put that log fire on in the evening and have, we've got four doggies, so to have all the dogs sprawled out with my family around me and we just all snuggle in to watch a film, that's probably one of my favorite mm. non-work moments in, in my week it's just bliss I mean we even put fires on in the summer sometimes because they're just oh, so they are I love that <laughs> um one thing you'd like to achieve in the next year um I think the thing that I that really that I I want to get this message out that that's the thing. It's not about making money. It's not about promoting the brands or any of that. It's if you look at what I've created is that the Katie Brindle aspect of things, which is really where we met is it's all about free. It's all about doing it for free um, and getting that word to a greater audience of people. Because what lockdown showed me was how many lives you can touch um, and, and the hundreds and thousands of messages that we've now had back of people going, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And I'm like, no, I can believe it. I was, I can't believe it myself. I started this whole journey and conversation indeed with you with, I couldn't believe it either, but, and yet it is true. And I just want to get that message out there to, to, to people, everyone, because everyone can benefit from this incredible wisdom and it's free. You don't have to do or buy anything. I love that. And thank you for spreading the message, which is so wonderful. I'm going to help so many. And I will be doing my bit to help you on sharing that message in any way I can. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you. And my last question is the first person you call to share good news. Well, it would be my mum. Um, who sadly is no longer with us. So um, I call her on the uh, the spiritual hotline. Um, oh. So I still call her. Uh, I know that sounds completely ridiculous. No, but that's lovely. In, yeah, I had a lot of fertility problems. And when I finally got pregnant with my twins, I had this amazing weird call with her and it was like there was like an old-fashioned telephone like the curly wire that went from the old the old phones to the, to the to the bit that you put the receiver on and it was like she was there and she was laughing and it was like this spiritual hotline and ever since that moment she's the she's always the first person I call it's just not in it's just not in this world oh that is so so beautiful I really love that wow. thank you um thank you. Katie I have just loved talking to you as I always do and I really think you are doing just such an incredible thing for the world and um to be able to share this Chinese wisdom which has been around for centuries um but has been lost in the western world and is now being rediscovered it's such an exciting uh, moment i think in time and i know so many people listening now are going to hopefully get onto your instagram um get on google pick up your book and really start incorporating um some yang shen techniques into their life Oh, Roxy, thank you so much. It's always such a pleasure to talk to you. You are just incredible. Um, I'm so happy I met you. And I'm so happy this work has brought me to being able to meet people like you because we wouldn't have crossed paths otherwise. So it's, it's pure joy. Thank you so much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.